afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. Hey Pat, I'm Gary Lucy. I'm Matt Belknap, the producer. <laughs> I'm feeling chatty. How are you guys doing today? I just, I feel great. I'm, I'm excited to be here. You got, um, you got business? Uh, yeah, I got some business. Uh, I just wanted to, um, uh, uh, we'll uh, roll through real quick because we got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of great jams to get through this week. Tons. But um, there is some uh, new songs I wanted to bring to your attention okay. just to keep you current, you know, just to keep you on the cutting edge. Um, the first one is a recommendation from a listener, Clyde Bailey. Excellent musical taste. And I love Clive Davis. He I mean he knows lots <laughs> oh about. He knows a lot of stuff about the guy music. Broke Janis Joplin. I mean, of we should get that guy taste. in here. <laughs> Different guy, but uh, but uh, he is. Uh, he can't uh, stop uh, talking about this group from Delaware that you don't normally think of as, uh, as a hotbed of rock. They're called the Spinto Band, and uh, let's hear a little bit of what I love from the album Cool Cocoon. <laughs> Sounds good, right? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, they a uh, really cool video on that, and uh, they were one of those bands with like, uh, wait a minute, these guys, this is like their sixth album or something like that. So you can a lot to explore there with the Spinto Band. The Spinto Band, S P I N T O. Yeah, apparently it's uh, the guy's grandfather, Spinto. His first name Spinto. Maybe his last name. Maybe his last name is that Italian. Yeah, maybe. Hey, that's a nice Spinto hey, band. Hey, let's say the Mook band. <laughs> that's a nice layered pop. Hey, the crazy Italian band. <laughs> okay, what else you got? That was cool. This is something I've been listening to a lot after uh, dark. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, I just heard this too. This is uh, from about 20 seconds, Matt, for this. It's a LA duo that's been getting a lot of buzz. They have a big story in the New York Times and stuff. And uh, a lot of comparisons to Chardet, but like maybe more techno. But get, here's the twist. It's a dude. It's a dude, just like we're talking about. It's dude, a, it's like Chardet. They're called Rye, R-H-Y-E, and uh, this is a song called Open. No, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Just here, listen to it first. Okay. I'm a fool for that shake in your thumb. It's not a dude. I'm a fool for that sound in your thumb. I thought he was saying homophobe. I'm a fool <laughs> homophobe. for your belly. I'm a fool for your sexy right yeah what's weird now is he has uh he has an h in his name but it's silent 
Yeah. And Chardet doesn't have an H. Yes. In her name. Really good point. But that is, but you do pronounce an H. That's and a in, good insight. And in both cases, it seems like that's the person's name. But even Chardet, I think that is technically the group's name, isn't it? Maybe. My, I, everyone calls that woman Chardet. Chardet yeah. I, I feel like I've heard that that actually is, is the, whole the outfit. Yeah. Interesting. And this is two guys. This is a yes. singer and a producer that they're neither of whom's name is right. Again, that's like originally Alice Cooper was the name of the band. And then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Vincent, then, like, Vincent Fernier just said, well, I'm Alice Cooper. I'm Alice Cooper. So see you guys. It's like Blondie. Yeah, Blondie. Everyone goes, Blondie, that to her. She's Blondie. No, she <laughs> but, but she uh, is blonde, so it's confusing. She is blonde. It's it's confusing. confusing. Now, speaking of confusing, that song really makes me realize how much um, like what how much I invest in who's performing the music that I like uh-huh. because I, I never really would have thought about that but that's a song I, I, I admit, I'm, maybe I'm going to sound bigoted but I'm going to be honest I would like that better if that were a woman <laughs> Because I like to imagine the that's person. Not that's sexist. Well, not sexist as much yeah. as homophobic. Maybe <laughs> like I don't really. We want don't to... know that guy might not be uh, gay, even though he sings homophobic. In no, no, but the beginning for, of the song, it's 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 maybe homophobic of me to need that to be a woman singing so that I can get into it. You know well, what I, mean? I think that's big of you to admit, it's, and I think that's you know it's the first step. But I still healing. like it. I still yeah. like it. <laughs> but I, I kind of you know what I mean. Like yeah, you want to get into the mytho- like, yeah. like when I listen to Feist or something, right. like I I, I sort of project something into it that I'm like, okay, this is like what a, the, the voice itself sort of becomes a character yeah, right. in my head that I'm, I'm like, I'm going to yeah. give you one, two, three, four. <laughs> and you can't do that with Rye. You can't be like, oh man. What's he look like? Does he look like a manly man or does he look, uh, well, here's a picture. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the album cover is a woman's you know, neck. Just like, uh, is it, is it, you know, club, <laughs> club guys, not. I guess you would say, but, um, it's kind of like, uh, it reminds me of Frank Ocean and also the XX and like uh, yeah. kids aren't rocking out as much anymore. They're kind of being mellow. Yeah. And I think it's because like drugs, drugs <laughs> and uh, you know, you can make the records in your bedroom now. So you want to keep it down. Yeah. You oh, know, for point. the, for the neighbors yeah. so and for your parents. Hey, <laughs> and uh, finally speaking of parents, uh, I had a story to tell about, I, I never, I never met my, my father until I was 12 years old. Oh, and, geez. And I was... That's uh, not what this podcast is about, Gary. <laughs> but, but, uh, you need to go on Paul Martin's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me here. But uh, uh, my mom took me to this. Uh, he was like a... Um, he ran this thing in, at the San Mateo County Fairgrounds, mm-hmm. the Collector's Expo. Uh-huh. You know, they're like a lot of antique dealers and memorabilia and stuff like that. And uh, my mom and fr- my mom just dropped me off. She's like, he's in here. Just go look for him. And like, so I'm 12 years old and I'm wandering around. So like, I'm going from booth to booth. Not looking for antiques, but like, you know, are you my father and everything? Looking for a dude with a heavy beard. Right, exactly. And and that's what I had, like, uh, like uh, you know, like looking at every, every person. And and then when I saw him, it was just like something like, that is obviously him. Yeah. And and he did he did look like like Captain Lou Albano or something <laughs> like that. And, uh, and I think he, he knew, like, who I was and everything like that. But that's, that's what happened when I heard this, this uh, next song. It was like... Uh, uh, oh my God, that's them. Right. They're, they're just like, and, 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 it, and it was, uh, this, this is less disappointing than that. This is uh, a new song from the replacements, if you could believe it. I, I'm going to bring, oh, before sorry. he plays it, I want to bring this all around to make it music oriented. Yes. Gary, your story is very similar to when Liv Tyler first met Steven Tyler. Really? Yeah. yeah. B.B. Buell, her <laughs> mom. Exactly oh, like there are those other. lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was raised by Todd Rundgren. She thought Todd Rundgren yeah. was her dad, but then B.B. Mm-hmm. Buell took her to a, her mom took her to a Aerosmith concert and like two songs in it just clicked with her like wait, wait a minute <laughs> that's my dad <laughs> unbelievable so, uh, very similar man that very was <laughs> to being at the antique show <laughs>
<laughs> okay, so this is a new replacement? New replacements. Uh, it's from an EP called Songs for Slim. Is it, like, is it the whole band, or is it just a couple of the dudes? It's, how's it it's go? Paul and Tommy. Okay. And, uh, of course, Bob died, and Slim, who they're raising money for, had a stroke. Okay. So they so have a different guitarist, and I think they have a different drummer. Okay. But, but, it's, it's, but it's them. Okay, cool. It's them. Check this out. They've always been, uh, they've always gone to <laughs> a, kind of the beat of a different drummer. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> nice. And, uh, One, two, three, four. Gives me chills. It's like so. Uh, so, is this going to be a gateway to to any shows or more music? What do I'm you think? I'm hoping they're going to record because uh, it's this is all covers. That was a, that was a Gordon Lightfoot song of all things. It sounds great. Sounds they, cool. They definitely made it replacement ish. And they do they, on this EP. They do uh, a Hank Williams song, and then they do everything's coming up roses from from Gypsy. You know the musical, yes. and then a couple of Slim Dunlap songs. And so do they all sound like the replacements, though? Yeah, it's really great. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping this this leads to big things. So that's uh, yeah, because there's nothing worse than when a band does something like this and gives their fans like, oh, hope, that's what and then like, like, no, it was just a one off. Oh, <laughs> you son of a, you teases. So that's our new music roundup. Uh, uh, let's roll through some calls and map if you wouldn't mind uh, uh, live beeping this one. That would be great. Word up, okay. beep. <laughs> Hey, this is Carl from Hawaii, and I just wanted to say you guys rock. And here's a show idea. How about theme songs? Like, it could be either movies or TV show theme songs. Well, we All did right. that. Carl, thank you so much for your input. We had, uh, yeah, check out episode, I forget, with Paul Goebel, the king of TV. Yeah. And I think you'll like that. And uh, But, uh, you know. I, but that's something you could revisit, because there's so much so there. So many that we didn't get to. Yeah. And movie themes, it's a little different. It's but, a harder to do. Yeah, but. we also we also kind of did music songs with the uh, the, bomb the film nerds. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the uh, I don't know. I, I I thought Hawaii was only a few hours behind us, but it seems like it might be <laughs> it's about six months. Behind yeah, us. the time zone might be Not a little longer than I thought. Has heard every episode. People, this That's might true. be someone's first episode. That's true. So, well, we appreciate so that you. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, uh, from your that we're being heard in another country, and Hawaii, <laughs> another country, yes. Uh, and Carl, stay tuned. Next week we're gonna have an exciting game about movie soundtracks. Oh, okay. So, uh, All right, look at that. Hey guys, this is uh, Jason, uh, the self-proclaimed Seattle bureau chief for Rock Solid. Welcome. I was calling with a show suggestion. Uh, I was thinking that it'd be good to have a uh, show about driving, or maybe songs that make you want to drive fast. And maybe you could call it like "I Can't Drive." 45s. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Probably not. So awesome. anyway, love the show. Uh, Matt, you're great. Gary, always bring a lot to it. And uh, Pat, uh, go fuck yourself. What? You suck what? at bowling. Oh, <laughs> damn it. You suck at bowling. I don't know what that means. That's, That's weird. Does he have some inside info? Have I don't know. I'm bowling actually in not a bad... <laughs> Wait a minute. Who was that for? Who was that caller? Uh, it was Jason, Jason from Seattle. That's, that's that Jason, Jason Wilcox. Wilcox. Yes, oh. it is. It didn't even sound like his voice. It didn't. Yeah, I, that was a sneaky. Jason sneak Wilcox. I'm not going to say anything yet, but Jason Wilcox is working on a special yes, rock solid project, project that yeah. we will let you know uh, about when he's ready for us to tell you. So Excellent. it's it's pretty cool. And finally, beep. Hey guys, this is Luke from Michigan. Huge fan. 
uh, keep up the good work. I wanted to thank you for introducing me to so many great acts like Young the Giant, Marshall Crenshaw, the Limousines, Cheap Trick, Rooney, Wild Flag. Wow. Uh, I'd really love some more in-depth episodes where you discuss one artist at length, like you did for Van Halen. Uh, David Bowie could use some more exposure with um, his new album. He really is suffering. Uh, <laughs> Poor <laughs> David Bowie. Thank you for all the tremendous comedy albums that you put out on AST. Oh, cool. Oh, look at that. you guys who love Kesha, I think you should really check out Keegan and Sarah's new album, Heartthrob. Yeah. Uh, it is a pop masterpiece. So, Pat, Matt, keep up the good work. And Gary, <laughs> you too. Oh. All right. Well, thank you for thank you for including me. And uh, I thought he was going to say, and if you love Kesha, you should watch uh, porn <laughs> on, uh, on online. Awesome call. Yeah, t- uh, do listen to that Taking the Stare album. And I think I think we could announce it uh, coming up in April. Our Bowie Super Special. We'll do a Bowie show in With, April. Uh, special guest. We're going to and... finally shine a light on this yes. hidden gem of talent that it's no a, one's appreciated. It's, it's a special guest. It will not be David Bowie, but it'll be. <laughs> it'll, it'll be good. You'll be glad you. Yes, you will be glad. Uh, uh, so that concludes new business. Let's get into uh, the Rock Solidopedia Volume J. And this uh, this letter was picked uh, by Murray Murray the V Murray the V, who is on our uh, our uh, our, our Beatles, Beatles show. Closer fan. Um, I wanted him to pick it on <laughs> on on air, but then uh, I forgot to ask him. So as he was leaving, I go pick one of these letters, you jerk. <laughs> and he says J for jerk. Yeah, Jay for jerk. So, um, so I got uh, how many songs do you have this week, Gary? As uh, as many as you need. Why don't, yeah, we'll just we'll just roll until I kept uh, it. I kept it at a solid ten. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Then. But some of my clips are a little longer than thirty seconds. I try to keep it at thirty seconds, but like this first one, do you mind if I go first? Please. Um, letter J was so easy for me. Yeah, it was like a piece of cake. Like at first, I'm like Jay. I don't know any J's, and I looked at my eyes. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, all the bands I like. So. Um, uh, the first song is going to be from uh, from a band called Journey. Not familiar. This is from uh, this is a lot of people might not know, but uh, Steve Perry came into Journey yeah. on their fourth album. Kind of halfway. They were like a San Francisco jam band for three albums. Uh, Greg Raleigh and Neil Sean uh, shared lead vocal. Uh, both of them being from Santana. And uh, this is from the first Steve Perry album with Journey called Infinity. And I really used to love when Greg Raleigh and and Steve Perry would sing together. Yes. So if we can take this from about five seconds, and uh, Greg Raleigh's going to start, and then we're going to hear Steve come in. It's pretty cool. Open my eyes to a new kind of way All the good times that you said Are you feeling You feeling that way too Am I just Am I just a fool In the sun Got a little bit of a 
a chill there. I'm glad you played that. That is a really good, and uh, that's one of those two for Tuesday classics because it it like rolls right into Ooh, anytime that you want me. And but, oh, but yeah, a there's a, yeah, there's first uh, three Journey albums before uh, before Jonathan Cain replaced Greg Raleigh, and then they went crazy, you know, popular. Th- those really have that this feel of that song you just heard, and those are really uh, really cool albums to listen to. And that's a great video to watch on YouTube, too, because Greg Raleigh, he looks like a young Jay Leno. He's just got <laughs> he his does. big face and puffy hair, <laughs> yes. and he's, like, staring right at the camera, like, singing right into your soul, and it's, like, really uncomfortable. Then Perry comes in with his, like, the tightest pants you've ever seen. I know, and it's just... And a halter top. <laughs> and you wouldn't think that those two voices would go together. Yeah. One's, like, so low and mellow, and then all of a sudden, blah! Sounds great. Yeah, one of those, yeah. Lightning so, in a bottle there. So there's some journey. I would like to start with a song called Start. This is, uh, this is the band that they're like the uh, stepping stone between um, The Who and The Kings and uh, Blur and Oasis. Uh, of course, it's The Jam on Rock oh, Sound. Yeah. Gotta love that Taxman bass line. Yeah, that's definitely uh, I'll take that. in there. <laughs> yeah. Just build me song around that, mate. Now that's, that's Paul Weller, and who's the other gentleman? Uh, in- Bruce Foxton, one of the great mullets in uh, rock, yep, yep. and a uh, drummer whose name escapes me. What uh, what are the chances of those guys getting back and doing a doing a benefit for the guy uh, from uh, replacements that has uh, is sick? I mean, yeah, maybe the drummer could get sick. And they would, yeah. and they could, uh, come on, drummer, get sick. <laughs> I don't know. Can the don't drummer know. get sick? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Paul Weller still uh, still he's tours and records, and yeah, he's really active. Yeah. He played the Greek Theater like last huh? summer, and I thought. That's a big venue for Paul Weller, isn't it? But I guess not. Probably a lot of scooters out front. Then. <laughs> <laughs> the mods were out. Yes. Um, well, earlier in the show, Gary, you were talking about Paul Westerberg. Yeah. So the next song that I'm going to play is by an artist named Joan Jett. I'm familiar. And this song was co-written by Joan Jett and Paul Westerberg. Oh. This is from her uh, 1991 album called Backlash. Uh, the song is, I'm sorry, the album's called Notorious. The song is called Backlash. You have to check out this video on YouTube. Uh, Joan is all glammed up. She's got this short, like, little bob haircut. She looks so amazingly sexy. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's, she, she looks amazing. And uh, let's take this uh, song, Backlash, from about uh, 16 seconds. I think, um, I think also Westerberg plays on this song.
awesome. Yeah, that's a great album too. Notorious. I think there's only like one or maybe two clunkers on it, and the rest is really, really good. Never heard that. Yeah, that's that's definitely Paul singing there, and that's oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to play fantastic. Uh, the, some of the, a lot of the songs I'm playing today are familiar names, but maybe songs you haven't heard. So that's what I'm trying to excellent. Do that's what the Rock Cyclopedia song exactly. is all about. One of my all-time favorite lost uh, '90s alt rock nuggets. Coming up here, a group from Knoxville, Tennessee. They're called the Judy Bats, and this is called Native Son. Check this out. sure why that never caught on it seems like if you like towed the wet sprocket or something you would uh yeah i'll take this too but. It, it is amazing how uh some bands get through and some bands don't you guys ever read the, that book uh, gone girl it was like it's like a popular murder mystery these days i haven't but i know that mm, oh, no, it's, i'm still uh, trying to get through the third twilight book oh i see <laughs> but uh, a long one punch and judy dolls kind of play a, a like they're like a like a, a clue in in that book and uh that's a creepy story punch and judy like apparently I thought Punch just like punched on Judy, but apparently he kills her and kills their baby, and they and they and they and they, and they, and, and they like showed that to kids for for fun in England. That's weird. Yeah, Europe is twisted, man. Yeah, yeah. you know that those all those German like nursery rhyme stories where it's oh, like yeah. uh, little Friedrich gets his thumbs cut off. <laughs> Stop sucking your thumb, Friedrich. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was raised by a German nanny. We yeah. should point out. <laughs> really, really scarred me for life. <laughs> like, I can't enjoy a man singing like a woman anymore. No, because of nope, that. nope. <laughs> since, uh, since you brought up uh, book reading yeah. and learning, yeah. um, I, f- I finally finished the Pete Townsend Excellent. book. Excellent. Oh, good. And um, so I finished the Pete Townsend book. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. So then my next one, because I have a, you won't believe the stack of rock bios I yeah. have on my nightstand right now. So I, I picked up Rod Stewart's next. Yes. And I, I get 12 pages into Rod Stewart's book, and then it dawns on me the difference between the two books. Uh-huh. Rod Stewart has a sense of humor. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this book is so much fun to read. And though uh-huh. I enjoyed the Pete Townsend book. That guy, there's not, there's nothing, no humor in that book at all. Really tortured guy. But you Rod know. Stewart is such a, it's like, uh, you know. He's doing this thing in the book where he's he's uh, all these all these stories that you hear about Rod Stewart. Like he almost became a professional soccer player. He's like debunking all this. I was like, that was totally not true. Here's my relationship with soccer, and uh, it was far from being a professional soccer player. Uh, he's then uh, he talks about you know, people. Rod Stewart used to be a gravedinger. No, he didn't. He just like it's so hysterical. <laughs> it was like a quarter cup of cum at the most. <laughs> they pumped out me stomach. <laughs> I heard that's in here. He talks about that in there, but it's not. Uh, oh. I haven't got there yet. But uh, yeah, just by reading twelve pages, you would totally rather be Rod. Stewart than Pete Townsend. Oh, I'm going to get into that. That sounds yeah. good. So, uh, all right, back into uh, the topic of letter J. What do you got? Um, I'm going to, I've talked about this artist many times, about him probably being an unsavory uh, human being, if you <laughs> met him. But uh, this is Billy Joel. Yeah. And uh, this is my favorite Billy Joel album. This is uh, 1980s Glass Houses. This is kind of when he wanted to try to do like a, a new wavy type punkier album. Yes. And um, 
This is one of my favorite songs on the album that you might not have heard. Uh, let's take it. This is uh, Sleeping With The Television On. Like uh, that came out in March of 1980, and that just uh, that played the entire summer for me. I still, whenever I'm looking for something fun to listen to, I'll, I'll pull that out and just put that in the car and play the whole thing front to back. I like, love that album, like Graham Parker or something. That sounded really cool. I know, I know. That was really uh, him. You know, he would do that. Some, you know, like with the Innocent Man, where he tried to do a, do a 50s doo wop album, and uh, sometimes I really think he succeeded in capturing, you know, what he the tone he was trying to. Capture? Hi. <laughs> I forgot to tell you this, Pat. I, I was at a, um, there's this thing that I think they do it like once a month where it's like props from movies or just like mm-hmm. stuff from that studios are getting rid of. Okay. And uh, I went, it was, it's in Glendale and I went a few weeks ago and um, they had like a huge five foot by five foot reproduction of this album cover on canvas. Wow. <laughs> cool. Are you, are you interested in that, something like that? Do you want a gigantic glass houses album cover? Yeah. I don't Probably know if my wife wants <laughs> that, but uh, <laughs> what if you, just, you buy that and you hang that in your bedroom? Hey, honey. <laughs> right above the bed. Hey, it's nice. <laughs> that must have been on front of Tower Records or something when they used to do those oh, paintings. Oh, yeah. Or, you know what? Good call. Oh, I better what? How much are they asking for something like that? Uh, nothing had a price. I think you have to go on their website. Actually, I'll, I'll find the website for you and see if you, uh, maybe you can, maybe it's still available. You can see what it, what it costs and everything. That album always reminds me of Andy Kindler's uh, routine about uh, don't waste your money on a new set of speakers. There's nothing wrong with your existing set of speakers. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Keeping with the theme of like uh, unfamiliar songs from familiar artists, uh, Tom Jones is the king of men. His songs are great. He's he'll he will dick slap Chuck Norris. He is just like he's the he's. He's so manly with his and, giant you know, dick. With his giant <laughs> dick, and his songs are great. They're like operatic and dramatic. Impossible to sing. Don't try to sing in a karaoke. You'll sound like a fool. <laughs> but this is the weirdest goddamn song I've ever heard. It's <laughs> oh, called no. "The Young New Mexican Puppeteer." Have you ever heard of this? Song? No, I don't know what. Like it's like, this must be based. This based on a true story. I can't find any information about it. But it's about this young puppeteer from New Mexico. <laughs> so he's not Mexican and just the new, re- new puppeteering the old puppeteer. All right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hear this thing. <laughs> All right, yeah. Roll it, Tom Jones on Rock Salad. <laughs> okay, it's already weird. <laughs> yes, it is. Is that a recorder? In a town near Albuquerque. New Mexico. Live the most concerned young boy. He said, Lately, I have noticed folks don't live with peace and joy, with frowns and worries in their faces. They lost and don't know where to go. He said, I'll get the people straightened by putting on a puppet show. The young New Mexican puppeteer 
He thought the people all live in fear He thought that maybe they'd listen to A puppet telling them what to do And now he got some string and he got some wood He did some carving and he was good And folks came running so they could hear The young New Mexican puppeteer So in the next verse, he uh, he makes four puppets He makes Abe Lincoln, MLK uh, Jesus and Mark Twain. So people run out of laugh. And he oh puts on God. a show. And, and who wrote this song? I don't know. I don't know. There's not, there's not a lot of information I about it. I think Charles Manson probably wrote it. <laughs> probably Charles Manson. That's my guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, Tom Jones. All right. Cross that out. I wonder if, I'm going to have to ask Pardo about that song because Pardo loves Tom Jones. He's oh, a good. big fan. Oh, so okay. maybe he'll have information on that. 1972. Jimmy Pardo, folks. That's our executive producer of uh, Never Not Funny. Presents Rock Solid. Bottom of this. Um, so I this that's weird that you played that because uh, my next song is by Tom Jones Jones's sister oh uh, Ricky Lee Jones <laughs> I didn't and know they were related I think they are right yeah. they're both named Jones <laughs> yes um, this is from her album uh, the magazine oh, and um, I just love Ricky Lee Jones she's such a, a, it's a cool chick yeah yeah she's the she's the mayor of Coolsville that's right <laughs> she is the mayor of Coolsville <laughs> yeah. this is uh, this is called the real end oh yes boy he's so fun. He wants to be with you all the time. But don't tell him who you see only you. A new boy becomes a hard to find. What's the matter? Hey, baby, baby, what's the matter? Don't you want me? What's the matter? Now, baby, baby, what's the matter? Is this the Now, Matt, I got to know, that's kind of in that steely Danish jazzy oh, I, You know, I was just idiom. thinking about that as it was playing. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, but it it had a it had a, a drive to it. Okay. I kind of like that. that. Had a groove? The groove, yeah. And uh, But I got to say, that is some tough, those are some tough lyrics to decipher. Yeah. Low in the mix and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a what? feeling. The real end. Are, is that what you're saying? Or are you just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah she's like, <laughs> it's, it's the real Yeah, Weird. it's cool. <laughs> okay, that's what cool is, not it's being cool. understandable. Yeah, man. It's, well, you know, it's true. You if gotta, your parents can't understand what someone's saying in a yeah, song, man. that makes it automatically cooler. Go to bed, old man. <laughs> if it's too loud, you're too old. Uh, if it's decipherable, you're too <laughs> old. You Put that on a t-shirt. Turn up your hearing aids, grandpa. <laughs> we had lyrics in my day. Uh, you know, I've... I, I've fallen and I can't understand the words. <laughs> Go back to your Mexican puppeteer. <laughs> if you want to have a story song. Um, oh, that Mexican puppeteer, that sounds like something like Adam Ant would have sang. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. So crazy. Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, maybe they'll make a movie of it. There's still <laughs> Great time. Idea. Pixar. Call yeah. Pixar. Call Pixar. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm uh, pretty predictable. Like, if it has. Uh, Fuzzy guitars and la la la, like backing vocals. Mm-hmm. I'm on board, and that's the case with this uh, next song. It's it's a duo, uh, also from Tennessee, called Jeff the Brotherhood, and this is called Six Pack.
Two people is all you need for a rock band these days, Pat. Th- that is true. Got to downsize. That is true. In this economy, are you kidding? <laughs> we, will, we will. Everyone will have to thank Dave Davies for the fuzzy guitar. Yeah, definitely. You can make it fuzzier like this, but uh, the original fuzzy guitar, Dave. Davies that was him the taking a razor blade. That was to the amp. That was pretty. I don't even know if I call that fuzzy. That's almost just distorted. Exactly. Yeah. That was just like Crazy. nasty. Now. I do not have uh, any uh, Michael Jackson on my list today. Okay, and people always talk about how Shame great Michael. <laughs> people always talk about how great Michael Jackson is, but I got to tell you, I like some of the music that his old man made. Oh, God. <laughs> what is, yeah, Joe Jackson. <laughs> well, you know, he's what he had a lot of anger, but I don't. I don't know if that's. His, I think it's a different Joe Jackson. Is it? I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> this is uh, no. It is a different Joe Jackson. <laughs> trying to. Get a joke in there. This is um, this is a song by Joe Jackson. This is from 2006. He uh, put the Joe Jackson, the original Joe Jackson band, back together. Oh. Um, they broke up after three albums. Uh, so when they got back together, they called the album Volume Four. Mm. And uh, this song is called "Take It Like a Man," and this is great. Strong, sexy, smart. Cool stuff. That's like that could be on Look Sharp. I know. If you go to uh, go to iTunes and uh, check out Volume Four, I know that you're going to cherry pick at least three, four, five of these songs. Pretty great, man, Pat. That's what I love about you. You're always on patrol for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm always on patrol for a, a band that w- was popular in the '80s and then, and then they have a new album. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that, man? Do you like Joe Jackson? Nope. You don't like him. Don't like anything. Don't like it. Just but you never did. Aggressively soft. Oh man! Listen to how pussy I am right now. Aggressively soft. That is amazing. I love that. Did you coin that phrase? Aggressively um, soft. That would be a great soft. album title. That would be good for Joe Jackson and his <laughs> shitty music. You don't like? Um, wow. You don't like? Is she really going out for him with him? It's a that one. That's okay. Yeah, I, I, that, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm most gonna, of what's the one? Uh, when's your birthday? Because I'm going to make you a mix. Oh, my birthday is uh, the 31st of November. <laughs> that's what you're giving me. <laughs> um, uh, February 30th is my birthday, Pat. Uh, What's the you know the other big hit? Not the is she really going out with him? Because that uh, one that's a fine stepping pop out. Song. Yeah, stepping out. <laughs> well, that's when he was. That's when he was went a different way. That's when he was solo. I think the Joe Jackson band stuff is more of a. It's kind of Elvis Costello ish in its uh, approach. That's, yeah, I'll don't you think, that. Gary? Yeah, definitely for okay. sure. So, uh, okay, <laughs> well, agree to disagree. Nicely done. Uh, this is, uh, when you talk about the great one hit wonders of 1983, uh-huh. of course, uh, come, come on Eileen. Is, I was uh, just talking about the great one hit wonders of 1983 the other night at a dinner party. <laughs> uh, uh, Chip Pope's been celebrating 1983 on his uh, Facebook that's page. Oh, that's cool. A month or so, but, uh, Good year. so yeah, it was an excellent year for music. It was. Uh, and, uh, 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 come on Eileen, of course, is the, is the king, but mm-hmm. this is like, I would put this at a close second. It's a band that's kind of like. 
Texas Midnight Runners in that, you know, it's like a like a big English collective who dress like street urchins. Uh-huh. And uh, but this song is amazing. Like it, it does that um, that build like in, uh, you know, the song Tighten Up by Archie Bell and the Drells. Like we're like, I think so. Yeah. It like, you know, kind of oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. one instrument comes in at a time, you know, until it builds. And then and it's like a unique perspective on a love song um, that, that uh, we'll uh, talk about later. It's the Joe Boxers and Just Got Lucky. Listen to this. You know this, right? You heard this? I don't think I have heard this. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I know this either. Nice that. stuff. Now, what's weird is that you would like that because that could very easily be Joe Jackson. <laughs> no, Joe Jackson-ish. Now, no, these guys have the the soul of the street in them. <laughs> you can feel it. They really do. They really do. They have like fingerless gloves. They have like newsboy caps and uh, suspenders. And uh, All right. But yeah. uh, now, what's what I like about that is like a lot of love songs are about oh, you're so beautiful mm-hmm. or you know emotions or something like that. Yeah. But in this one, it's like your technique leaves me weak. Like uh. he, he he respects your skills. <laughs> you know? well, what, He's talking about. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is that what he's talking about? Maybe it is. I'm taking my hand and I'm putting it near my mouth and I'm <laughs> yeah, going, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Just yeah. got lucky. <laughs> there you go. All right. Now, Gary, <laughs> yeah. my next band, this is debatable if this is a J band or not, but I think it is because I think when I worked in record stores, mm-hmm. this band was always under the letter J. Sure. But you could easily, you could argue that they should be under the letter G. Under G. But yeah. this is the J. Giles band. Yeah, yeah. So when you worked in record stores, where was J. Giles band? I want to say J. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when Gary, uh, not Gary, when um, when Murray picked the letter J, he goes, uh, I'm picking the letter J because I want to hear some J. Giles band. So. So, you know, because Jay Giles is not the name of anyone in the band, correct? It's, it's it, no, it is. It's yeah. a guitar oh. player. Yeah. Well, then I kind of feel like it should go by the that person's last name. Like I, Dave Matthews band wouldn't be under D. No, it wouldn't be. But for some reason, this was always in the J. I mean, I bet if you went to Amoeba tomorrow, Jay Giles band's in the J's. See, that confused me because I because I always thought the lead singer's name was Jay Giles. And then when I found out it wasn't, I was like, Peter oh, Wolf. I guess that's just some made up. Just some made I know, name. like Leonard Skinner. Right, exactly. So, because uh, that wouldn't be in the S's, that would be in the L's. Although but, there is an Irish guy in uh, R.E.O. Speedwagon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He's actually so, half Jewish, half Irish. His first name is Ari. <laughs> Ari. <laughs> so, uh, R.E.O. Speedwagon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, you you can do, you you can hey look, you can argue this, uh, hey, man. you can argue <laughs> this till the cows come home. Uh-huh. But we're gonna drop this song in at twenty nine seconds. Jay Gow's band. Must have got lost. I must have got lost. I 
awesome. One of the greatest live bands ever. 39 years old, that song is. Wow. Hey, am, I Yo- I am. am I Yoda? <laughs> you're born. You're born in '74. Yeah. Yep. That's when that song came out. Your mom might have been pushing as this song was playing. Uh, <laughs> Could it, be. At the uh, now, you you were a water birth, right, Matt? Your mom delivered at home. <laughs> yes, I was. I was born in the River Styx. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have played some sticks then. The pieces oh, of eight, not a letter J, Pat. <laughs> I was going to make that that J argument for uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion. That that would be. Would you Would you put that in the J's? Yes, because okay. that's not a person's name, right? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I don't know anything about music. But, but then I cross him off the list and like, uh, like hey, we've heard this before, but it's just, it's so good. Okay. It's a uh, jellyfish. And uh, this, it's like, like the, the longer it goes, the more like, oh my God, this song just keeps getting better. Now, which album is this off of? This uh, jellyfish? Spilt Milk. And the, two, the two big jellyfish albums, or there's a, there is only two. Yeah. There's, That's just it. The first one is? I think it's just called Jellyfish. Or no, it's uh, Bang. Uh, I forget what it's called. Okay. But uh, this is from the second album, and it's called Joining a Fan Club. She turned the nightlight on and blew him a kiss. He stared back through his green Crayola eyes. She chased his likeness from off the back of the disc. Next to the box, I promise her the biggest prize. Joining a fan club with my friends. Filling our bathrooms with t-shirts and eight pies. So dreamy, I'm in love from a girl. When I'm picking up a falling star. Woo! Man, best. Thank you, jellyfish. <laughs> Somebody pee on me because I'm feeling the sting of the jellyfish. <laughs> so, so many people have told me that I, uh, I would love jellyfish, and I uh, and you just I, resist, like no. I don't know why. I, I like that. That sounds great, and I don't know why that I'm. I haven't. Um, I haven't sought them out, but I just haven't done it yet. But I will. You will. You will. But I will. Oh, you will. But instead, what I what I uh, what I seek out is. Um, there's a band called Foreigner. Okay. And um, in, the, uh, in the late 80s, when Lou Graham was off doing some solo albums, uh, the founder of Foreigner and lead guitarist and uh, main songwriter, Mick Jones, said, well, if he can do a solo album, I will also do a solo album. Hey, boy. I know. <laughs> and so uh, he did. And this is the title track. Well, no, the, the title track uh, of the album would actually be called Mick Jones because okay. it's a self-titled <laughs> and there's no song. Anyway, this is a song that you've never heard. This is Mick Jones from Foreigner. This is called Just Wanna Hold. So now, let me tell you who co-wrote uh, that cheesy bullshit. Okay. By the way, I like that. No, I like it too. <laughs> I, mean, that's I, not... I call it cheesy, but I like it. Yeah. Uh, that was co-written with uh, Mick Jones with Ian Hunter. Wow. 
And uh, the pseudonym uh, M. Phillips, mm-hmm. which is actually Mick Jagger. You're kidding me. Yeah. Those oh, three wow. guys wrote that. Wow. And uh, Billy Joel is singing back up on that, and it all comes hell? around. That's crazy. Because Mick Jones produced uh, Billy Joel's uh, Stormfront album. Huh. And, and that was the late 80s there? That was 1989. And uh, Mick Jones had also pr- just produced, um, a couple years earlier, he produced uh, Van Halen's 5150. So he was keeping busy. And that song is about like when, when people call up on Howard Stern's show and just like, yeah, I'm just trying, uh, could you put me back on hold because I'm trying to listen to the show. Like they, <laughs> people like call to listen. I just, he just wants to hold. Well, yeah, when, you're, like, when you're out of the listening area back yeah. then, you, you call, yeah. you know, we, oh, they don't get it. We don't get it in Oklahoma anymore. Somebody right. call in and just, just, just stay on hold and my phone bill will be outrageous. <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> now, this, this next song, Pat, it, it, like, like so music doesn't often challenge your core beliefs, but uh, I, I believe that like people are born... Um, with their sexuality hardwired, like either you're gay or you're straight, and it's not something you choose to do. Right. I love chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, when I hear this song, oh, man, I just... You're gonzo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm heterosexual, but, uh, you know, I'm on that side of the spectrum. But uh, when I hear this song, I just I want to put on one of those net tank tops <laughs> and just dance, dance, dance. <laughs> it is uh, Junior Senior and Move Your Feet. Listen to this. Let's gay out. Jam, right? That's cool. Junior Senior. Never heard of Junior Senior. That and uh, there's this other song, uh, uh, D-A-N-C-E by Justice. It's like same, same effect. And I, but I picked that one for it. Just, like, I never knew the name of that song or who did it, but it's very familiar to me. It's like one yeah. of those dance songs that just is in the ether sometimes. What comes wrong? Junior, Junior Senior. There you go. You know what's funny about Gary? Gary comes in and he plays mostly uh, the newer indie music. Uh-huh. Uh, but Gary comes to the show and he uses pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> I play classic rock and yeah. I come with my computer and a hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him uh, mix it up. Gary, you have one more song, right? I have, I have like five or something. Oh, you're, you're okay then. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what time is. Okay. Do we have time to play? Uh, what do you think, Matt? Should I skip one of mine? Yeah, let's go one more. Uh, yeah, one more round each. You have three more. I know. I would like to play the last two, definitely. I'll skip, okay. uh, I'll skip uh, Kiss the Bride by Elton John, but that's yeah. a great song. Yeah. So I'm going to jump right to uh, a guy that I tout his solo career more than anyone else. Yeah, this is ever. one you probably could have skipped because you play him <laughs> I know, but this is. But everyone knows Kiss the Bride, and this is, again, I, wanna in, I want to introduce people to how great this gentleman's solo career is. So this is, uh, this is from 2001's Goddess in the Doorway, and this is Mick Jagger. Always hate nostalgia Living in the past No use getting misty-eyed And all screen by so fast When life was so much calmer Severely burdened up The future rich in promises Milk flowing from the curb Those lazy days Lying on a wreck 
always takes me by surprise every time you play. I'm telling you that uh, I, I think some of Mick's solo stuff of, in that time period is better than some of the Stone stuff from that time period. I just think that's great, great music. Who's playing piano on that? Do you do you, do you, do you reckon? Um, I can probably find probably that figure it out. But yeah, that's quick. that's definitely sounds like a something I like. Uh, while he's looking for that, uh, I'll, I'll get to a couple more here. This is one, if you have any sort of... Ray Charles. Really? No. Just... <laughs> Let's call it that. Um, uh, there's too many keyboards are listed in this. Oh, okay, it, we're, not, uh, we're not told which song they oh, played on. So sounds sorry. good, though. Thanks. Uh, this is a song, like, if you have any inclination to play air guitar at all, this is like one of those great single power chord songs, kind of like Hungry Like a Wolf. Like, uh, you always got to hit that uh, chord in, in the middle of there. This is, uh, it's a band from Arizona called Jimmy Eat World, and I think everybody mm-hmm. knows this song. It's called The Middle. Probably heard this at your daughter's playgroup. Yes. This is the theme song to that TV show, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. It's only in your head you feel that Air picks up, everybody. It just takes some time. The I think that song it might have come out on actual 9/11. But it was definitely around a lot during that time, and it kind yes. of helps you helps yeah. you got through that time of like uh, everything will be all right. I I yeah, I remember getting that album around the same time that Tenacious D's album came out, yes. which was right. It was the end of September in, in two thousand one, and yeah, it was weird. That that was a. I thought those guys were going to be. I mean, they did have it. They have. They've had okay. a good career, yeah. but yeah, I was like, this is the sound of this decade. Oh my god! <laughs> I screwed up when I was playing. I don't know if you guys noticed when I was playing my air guitar, I broke an airstring. Oh no! Yeah, oh well, screwed we'll, it all we'll fix that. that. It happens, man. <laughs> it's the imperfections that make it. Special. That's true. That's rock and roll. Yeah. Um, this uh, my last song for the day comes from a band that is now broken up, but they gave us uh, three albums, and the first one came out in two thousand three. Uh, band called Jet. All right. And uh, their first album sold like three and a half million copies, and this song is a jam. So, w- which uh, classic rocker are they ripping off? In this <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, but I love it. Okay, here we go. ACDC. Yes, yes, AC. Weather from I think these guys might be from Australia. I think they also. are. Yeah. Gotta leave town. Got another appointment. Spent on my rent, girl. You know I. That was also played at my daughter's playgroup. <laughs> kind of strange, but it was. Have you? You might have even played that on the show before. I've played. Uh, I've played some Jet in the past. I don't know. Yeah. I might have played that. I, I, I remember telling the story of, of the worst boss I ever had, who had that for his ringtone for his That's wife. Right. Oh. I, I remember that. That's right. Yeah. And I did play it. It sounds good though. I love. It. I like yeah. hearing it again. Yeah. I like when they steal uh, from Badfinger that. Uh, I think it's called "Look What You've Done" uh, from that first album, that piano song. Do you know? See, they rip everything. They rip off, everything. Guys. Guys. Well, it's an homage. <laughs> That's right. 
work for you, but it sounds good. Uh, apologies to uh, the Jayhawks and Jason and Scorchers and and uh, Ms. Jackson. I call her that because I'm not nasty. <laughs> but uh, uh, Wait, you can call her that if you are nasty. And again, oh, oh well, and, okay. well, then again, apologies well, then to uh, Ms. Elton John. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't play Kiss the Bride. Which but, um, now, I get a hard time for not queuing up my song sometimes, but I love beginnings of songs. I know, it is It is hard. I, I agree. Yeah. Sometimes... You can always sometimes, jump ahead. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with jumping. That's what... Uh, because that's, that's when you really fall in love with this song. And this was on a loop on KCRW in like 2000 or something. And uh, the band's called Jets to Brazil, and you th- and it has the coolest opening of any song. It sounds like oh, this is like some moody like Catherine Wheel song, and then it kind of sounds like Enter Sandman for a second, and then it you know gets some of that like Ratatat snare, and then it just kind of, and then when the song proper starts, you're like, oh, this sounds like a medley of all music. Yeah, it does. It really kind of is. So uh, let's hear uh, uh, you're having the time of my life by uh, Jets to Brazil. And you want this queued up to thirty six? No. <laughs> <laughs> and just. Uh... <laughs> Uh, something's brewing. <laughs> something's brewing. What's going to happen? <laughs> Sounds like this could almost break into What You Need by uh, In Excess. Yeah. Maybe maybe it wasn't that big of a drop off, but uh, it really seemed like it was like, oh man, this is gonna. Is, is, we got a we got an F five tornado heading down our way. <laughs> like, Get in the shelter. Mild sprinkles. <laughs> That's what that turned out to be. But uh, anyway, so that is. I love these uh, uh, these uh, letter songs. These letter episodes. Yeah, this is fun. We're just playing tunes, sitting around. Listening yeah, we to don't have many now. letters left. Don't have many letters left. But we start it okay. all over again, or yeah. just start with numbers. Start with numbers. There number one, number two. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Uh, Matt, you uh, uh, first of all, it's oh, um, I meant to announce that I need uh, Holmes two twenty to get a hold of us. He was uh, oh. he's a lucky winner of the signed Marshall Crenshaw CD, uh, the last one who hasn't uh, contest. So if you're a Holmes two twenty, please, uh, or if you know who he is. Please uh, have him contact us so we can get his prize. Yeah. I meant to an- announce that earlier. Why don't you just write Holmes 220 on an envelope and see what happens? <laughs> that's what happens. You know what 220 is? That's, uh, that's when they get high on mountain time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, uh, please like us on Facebook. Please write reviews. And uh, please tell a friend uh, how much you love Rock Solid. Yeah, and call uh, 330-81-ROCKS yes. if you want to leave a message. And uh, and Jason Wilcox, whenever you want us to let the fans know what you're up to, just tell us, and then we will tell everyone. And uh, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, yeah. Pat. Thanks, Matt. And, and Matt's got, got to uh, play out some. Probably the most egregious omission, as Pat alluded to, is Michael Jackson. I'm going to play Jackson 5, actually. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm with that. That's uh, before the pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. Well, there might have been some other pedophilia. Well, <laughs> well, he might have been on the receiving end, right, which right. could have led to later troubles, but who knows? <laughs> Damn you, Joe Jackson. Uh, who knows? I'm not going to judge. <laughs> yeah. English if one? nothing else, he was molested by Joe Jackson's music, <laughs> just as we all have today. Well, that song I played was called Take It Like a Man. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> it was. I know. It's, that's so horrible. Um, this is maybe a lesser known song by the Jackson 5, but I love it. I always thought like the beginning of it sounds like if there's a road trip montage in an mm-hmm. 80s movie, this okay. would have been a perfect cue to drop in. The song is called uh, Mama's Pearl. On oh, nice. Rock it's a great solid. song. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> this is about a necklace, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That he got from Joe Jackson. 